you must be wondering <laughs> what's going on. Just wanted to make a point. It's very, very important. It's very important <laughs> to have all, all your facts together before you, you draw any conclusion. It's very important. I was dancing to some music and you were waiting to hear the music and you're like, what is going on here? You are right. If you don't have all the pieces of the puzzle together, you are going to draw the wrong conclusions. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you are watching this broadcast, this is Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. I'm excited you are here today. You're listening. If you're listening uh, via the IEM Approach podcast and you have any questions, any feedback, the number is 214-908-3963, 214-908-3963, and the email is eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com, eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com. If you are watching and you are wondering how can I support this endeavor, if you are watching and you like what you are hearing, if you are watching and you are benefiting and you want to support, there are three things that you can do. First one is to like and share, like and share. That is easy. click the buttons, like and share. Get uh, the notification button on so that each time I come online, you're going to be notified. If you like and share, you can also subscribe to my channel. That too is going to help. And the last thing is get the resource from which I have been giving this uh, series of broadcasts. Today is day 52. Yay! We are almost there. I had promised that for 52 days, I'm going to look at the 52 different strategies that will position you as an immigrant to excel. I'm not just trying to get you excited. This is a roadmap that is going to deliver results if you walk the plan. There are 52 different areas of your life that I want you to think about them, invest in them, grow in those areas, and you are going to do well. I started by dancing to music that you were not listening to. Just to make a point, it's very important for you to gather the facts. It's very important for you to be knowledgeable before you draw conclusions. Make sure you have as much data as possible because you may draw 
a faulty conclusion if you don't have enough information. What conclusion have you drawn about your health? I like talking about the health because I am a holistic, inspirational speaker. I want people not just to succeed in the material things, they have, they have to also succeed 360 degrees. In other words, the physical and the spiritual must be in synergy for you to be eternally successful. What faulty conclusions have you drawn regarding your health? Are you of the opinion that as you get older, you just have to put on weight? How, do you, how did you arrive at that conclusion? Is diabetes running through your family? And now you are having type 2 diabetes and you've drawn the conclusion, oh, this runs in my family, so it's just going to be my portion. Are people in your family heavy? And now you are also heavy, I mean fat and plump. And you've drawn the conclusion, yeah, this is my lot, this is how it's going to be. What conclusions have you drawn about your health? Maybe you say, I'm a morning person. Running is not my thing. You've drawn a conclusion about exercise. How did you arrive at that conclusion? Have you put in all the facts together? How many books have you read? How many experts have you spoken to? How did you arrive at that conclusion? There are two things that you do to help improve your health. Exercise and what you eat. You need to educate yourself in these areas. Please, don't get me wrong. I'm going to be talking today about starting and owning your own business. However, how are you going to do that if you're sick? How are you going to do that if you don't have a healthy functioning body? That is why each day I try to mention something regarding health, because it's ground zero. Your health is ground zero. It's the foundation on which everything else is going to be built. I was listening to the guy yesterday, and he said something that was very sombering. He was talking about moving out of poverty to affluence. And this was the conclusions. Of what use, or what is the point of moving from poverty to affluence, however, you end up in the hospital or you end up in the gutter. In other words, you make money, you become wealthy, then you eat and eat and eat and eat to the point where you grow big and big and big and big and big. You develop diabetes and other obesity-related diseases. In some cases, you drink and 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 you become an alcoholic or you abuse drugs and all that. We need a balance. We need a balance. Making more money should 
give you the ability to take care of your health. Don't eat as if there's no tomorrow. And that's why my wife put together uh, this resource for you. If you don't believe her, I've tried it. I use it. It works. I just turned at uh, 47. Can you believe that? I feel energized. I feel strong. I'm excited. And I just want to recommend this resource to you. Grab a copy. It's going to change your life. Now, let's talk about winning as an immigrant. Please don't tell me you're not interested in winning because you are. You migrated because you want to win. And now that you are here, win. You must win. You should. Don't settle down for less. When you just migrate, there's so much that is going on. And it's not easy to know where to start. And that's why I put this together for you. It's a roadmap. Please grab it. Follow it. It's going to make your life uh, much more rewarding and simplify things for you. You're not going to have blind spots because these 52 areas cover everything. I actually save, saved the best for the last for a reason because most of the fifth, you need most of the 52 different areas that we've covered to be able to own and operate a successful business. For example, you, you have to learn how to work with people, expand your network, And I believe that you're unstoppable. If you don't believe the business is going to succeed, you're not going to start it in the first place. I'm, I'm going to simplify it, what a business is and why you should start one. The benefits are immense. Right now, you must have been operating uh, by this advice. Go to school. Study hard. Get good grades, graduate, get a good job, good paying job, and everything. It's going to be a bliss. Life is going to be good. You followed that prescription. You've gone to school, you've worked hard, you've graduated, and now you have a good job. Some of you are making six-figure income. How is that working for you financially? Are you comfortable? Are you doing well? This is a question that each person has to answer for themselves. Depend what your goals are. Depend what you want to do with your life. However, what I know is this. The majority of the people that are working don't like their jobs. And the money is not enough because there are too many outlets that when that money hits your account, it goes to, and you have the fewer sources of income. And that's why today I want to submit to you that starting a business is a smart move. 
before you give me the thousand and one reasons why you cannot start a business, I'm going to give you a few reasons why you should. You might not have known that it's possible for you to start a business. If you have the internet, you have a phone, you can read and write, you are ready to go. The United States of America is one of the places where it's very easy to start a business. I'm not just giving you advice that I'm not following. Do you know why I'm able to have this conversation with you right now? Because after, yeah, I went to school, got a PhD in geosciences, worked in the oil and gas industry. And in 2016, I said goodbye to the oil and gas industry for having this conversation because I went into business myself. I have a publishing company, IEM Press. It publishes a variety of books, especially inspirational stories. And if you have a story, let's talk about it. IEM approach is a speaking and motivational uh, company that I also run. We just started, we're working on Kadiwa, Kawadi, we're working on Kawadi right now. It's a platform that is going to bring together authors and readers, especially those in Sub-Saharan Africa, where they'll be able to upload their books. And uh, those that want to read will be able to download the books and pay in the local, local currencies. I'm excited. This is the first time actually talking about this new business venture that we are launching. And there are many other things that are, that are going on. It's easy to start a business. If you don't know where to start, call my number. Let's have a conversation. You may be wondering, um, I, I don't know. I'm not a business person. You don't need to be a business person. You don't need a business degree. What is a business? Let me give you a basic definition of what a business is. A business is a need a need equals solution plus profit. A need equals solution plus profit. When you mention the word profit, a lot of people get uncomfortable. They think making profit is ripping people of uh, their hard-earned money. No. No, profit is a good thing. Profit is the, the oil that uh, 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 oils the machinery of exchanging goods and services between people. You need profit to keep the machine running. That is, I'm going to need your support. Get some of those resources, subscribe, share. Because it, it takes, if, if you're not making money, everything is going to stop. 
That is why you have to believe in profit. It's what you do with the profits that matter. Profits are good. If you, don't, if you don't make profit, you're going to get out of business. Because if you put in money today into the business and you don't get out the money plus a little bit more, you're not going to stay in business. That is why profit is very important. If business is a need equals to solution plus profit, then look for a need and provide a solution. It's that simple. You have to start from there. All businesses, legitimate businesses, the overarching purpose is to serve, is to solve problems for people. And when I talk about solutions, I'm talking about goods and services. What are the problems in your community, in your country? What are the problems where you are living? I mean, some people need their clothes to be washed. They're busy, they don't have time to do their laundry. That is a problem there, it's a business. Get into washing people's clothes. Some people need their houses to be cleaned. They're too busy, they don't have time to clean the house. Some people need their, to, their, their dogs to be on their pets. People to look over their pets when they're traveling or when they're going out of a day to have fun and all that. So everywhere you have problems, they need solutions. And those that come up with solutions and provide those solutions are going to be rewarded. Have you heard the story of Microsoft? I'm not picking on the big guys because there's anything special about them. It's just that these are very, uh, everybody knows, most people know about Microsoft and Facebook and Apple and all you know, the big companies. Before Microsoft, before Bill Gates got a personal PC into the hands of people, the computer was huge. I hear the computer was so big that it used to occupy a full room. And uh, Bill Gates was like, hmm, yeah, this is a powerful machine. It's not portable. It's stuck in the room. We're going to reduce it to the point where we can actually make it not only portable, but have it in every house. Please, he wanted to render a service. He saw a need. He reduced the cumbersome, convoluted computer from a room into something now that we have it in every house. We all got excited. We rewarded him with a lot of money. He became a billionaire. Facebook is connecting people. And the founder, they become billionaires as well. When you find problems, instead of criticizing, complaining, grumbling, murmuring, Please look for a solution. The idea of Uber, this guy has no fleet of cars, but he realized that maybe private individuals may like to make some money on the side if they can use their cars to transport people, uh, share rides and get paid, and boom, Uber and Lyft. 
the Airbnb, you have a room in your house that you're not using, and somebody comes to town, they don't want to stay in a hotel, they want to stay in a more homey type situation. Boom, business. Are you seeing any problems? There you go. You should start a business. As I said, we are starting a platform for people in Sub-Saharan Africa to be able to access e-books and eventually print on demand and all that. Because right now, out there is very difficult to access books on Amazon because of other reasons. We're trying to solve that problem. First step to any business is solving a problem. Look for a problem and solve it. Render services to other people. That's why we talked about learning how to expand your network, improving your people's skills. You may be wondering, hmm, where do I start? How do I go about solving this problem? Um, what type of business opportunities are there? Before you start thinking about something big, you need to start small. There are about four different ways you can go about getting into business. Before we talk about that, let me talk about the benefits of being a business owner. Oh, don't get me started. There are too many benefits. Yeah, there's a lot of hard work. Yeah, it's okay. Now you're working very hard for somebody right now. And you know what? Whatever I've been paid right now, if you're working really well, you should be bringing in not less than three times what you're being paid. Because whoever is employing you is not going to employ you at a loss. They have overhead to cover. I mean, the cost of running the business. You need to work enough to make sure the lights are on, the bills are paid. Nothing wrong with that. And the owner of the business also has to make profit. I remember I was working for a consulting firm and they were paying me $45 an hour. Do you know how much you charge the clients? You want to hear the figure? 175. Here I was. They were paying me 45, but we charged the client $175 an hour. I didn't get anywhere close to making half of that amount because I was working for somebody. I am not complaining. Stop complaining about her salary and the benefits. Start your own business. You can do it. When you start your own business, you know, it's always better to be the person that writes the check. Some other person is writing your check. They determine how much you make. Don't you want to be the person who determines how much you pay yourself? And when you get into business, there's no limit to how much you can grow. If it's a good business and you grow in your leadership ability, you can scale it. You can earn as much as you want. But when you have you have the salary, there's a cap on your life, how much you can make. Maybe you have two, three percent raise a year. Do you want that? Or you want to work on an idea and bring a solution that will catapult you to the top? That is why, apart from the CEOs and a few other executives, there are very few. There's no billionaire that is employed by another person, right? 
You really want to be a billionaire? You want to make, I mean, don't tell me I don't need a lot of money. How do you know? If you want to really do well, if you want to have the possibility of endless growth, you need to start a business. There's also the tax advantage. I'm not a tax expert, but I'm just saying, when you run a business, you determine how much taxes you pay legally because our expenses, unfortunately, when you walk, the taxes are deducted before your salary is paid out to you. I remember when I was working in oil and gas and they'll give you a bonus. Uncle Sam would take 35% of that bonus. That's a lot. But now that I run my business, things are done differently. You have the tax advantage, right? The other thing is the freedom to get up each day and do as you didn't fit with your time. You are your own boss. That comes with a lot of responsibilities. It comes with a lot of pressure, a lot of work. But the joy is that you don't need to take permission when you want to go on vacation. You don't need to tell people. If your child is sick, you can go to the hospital. You don't need to take permission. If you get up some days, you don't feel like you do nothing, you don't do it. There is freedom. There's freedom and flexibility. And you're building something that you can actually pass it on to your children. You have a legacy. And there's that satisfaction. I mean, I get excited. We, we, I work a lot with first-time authors. There is um, a dear friend of mine right now, started as a client. And um, if you go on Amazon and check books on gratitude, she's written lots of books now. And it feels me, feels me I have a lot of joy that I work with people. When I started working with her, she has not written a single book. But right now, she's had maybe eight plus and counting. So there's that satisfaction and joy of solving problems for people. You don't need to be special to start a business. You don't need any special degrees, special accolades. Look for a problem, get behind it, and provide a solution. Now let's talk about the different ways that you can go about solving, uh, starting a business. You can start a business from scratch. As I said, I started a publishing company. I am pressed from scratch. It's a lot of hard work. because we are starting from afresh. If you don't want to do like that, you can buy an existing business. There are lots of businesses out there that people are selling, there are places to go look for them. Get the book, I've given pointers to where you can go check out where to buy a business if you want to go towards that direction. But remember when you're buying 
a business uh, that somebody is selling is going to be more expensive because um, you are buying something that's already working. So you, you, the sweat equity is less. In that case, you have to cover that up by paying more. So you need some deep pockets to do that. However, if your credit is good and you know what you are doing, you could take loans and finance that. The other option is to join a franchise. McDonald's franchise, there are lots of them out there. You can join a franchise, which means an established business that lets you use their name. And most of the franchises will train you on the process on what to do, so there's less risk. But for every business venture, failure is also part of it. So you need to understand that. You can join a franchise. If you cannot start a business from scratch, you don't have money to buy a business, you don't have money to start a franchise, you can do network marketing. Yeah, network marketing. I've done network marketing. It's a fairly new concept. It's not as mainstream as other ideas, but it doesn't mean that network marketing is bad. There are some bad practices, a lot of bad apples that are good ones. Again, in the book, there are pointers on what direction to go if you're interested in network marketing. While that down, pitfalls of network marketing because in actual fact <clears throat> sorry about it when most people start they reach out to their immediate relatives and family members and um, if it's not a good deal you're going to end up straining your relationships however this doesn't mean that there are not good uh, network marketing companies out there you must have heard of the MLM uh, schemes, multi-level uh, marketing schemes. You need to be aware of that. And that is why before you join anything, do your due diligence and make sure that you are as close to the top as possible. If you're in a pyramid, those close to the apex, those are really making it. If you are at the base, it may take you a while, so you need to evaluate the situation. I mean, network marketing, what is it? You use your network. You are connected to people. Can you imagine when, when you joined Facebook, and if Facebook was generous enough to say, oh, each person that you brought in to join Facebook, maybe they gave you 0.0000 whatever of, of the company. Can you imagine? how much some people would have made, those are connected to 5,000 or more people. And so networking is building people around you. And uh, if you do that, you can use that to distribute goods and services. That's actually part of the business of the future. Like with everything that is new, you're always going to have bad players in it. When franchising started, people took it a while to warm up to that idea as well. Network marketing is still at its infancy, and it's time for you to position yourself, learn how to be good with people, learn how to connect with people, and you can use that network to distribute goods and services and make a living from it.
This is day 52. Tomorrow, we're going to be doing a recap of where we've been and how to move forward from all what you've heard so far. I want to thank you so much for hanging in there. And hopefully you've heard something that has resonated with you. Don't just be an information junkie. Actually take some action. You should start your own business. Stop waiting. Those who run businesses don't have two heads. You have what it takes. You are a winner because you've come this far. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Look for a problem and provide a solution. You have been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, stay tuned, and God bless you.